0: hello everyone good morning good afternoon good evening wherever you are in the world or whenever you are listening this at uh, welcome to speakers cast this is your host akash and we welcome you to speakers cast a podcast where you get the chance to maximize your own potential by listening to tips and techniques by the best of toastmasters and the most eminent of public speakers and leaders today during the second episode titled the leadership experience we've got a very accomplished toastmaster who's given 40 plus speeches in his toastmasters experience he's been a leader at many different levels he's been a club president and he's been an area director and he's also an enthusiastic trekker leading uh, leading as many as 50 people during a trek and during a very successful trek please help me in welcoming a soon-to-be-distinguished Toastmaster Gotham Singh. Uh, Gotham, welcome to the show and it is great to have you here for this show.
1: Thank you Toastmaster Akash, it's surely a privilege to be a part of this podcast and you too are a soon-to-be DTM so
0: congrats on that as well. Yeah let's not jinx it Uh, at at the moment but let's let's just let's just put that bit on the back burner a little bit let's not poke at it but uh, before we officially get started uh, I wanted to talk to you about your journey in Toastmasters and specifically about your journey while starting the Toastmasters club at MS Ramaya Institute of Technology it's a club called Ramaya Toastmasters club which was a new club which started about three to four years ago so I wanted to ask you this question what prompted you to begin and be a part of Ramya Toastmasters club and what exactly have you learned while starting that club and being in a leadership position right from the beginning
1: so it all started on um, May 29 2019 where the club started as a properly chartered club but the hard work behind that took at least uh, four to five months where we ha- where uh, a person who took the initiative was uh, Toastmaster Ankita who wanted to start the club. Uh, and she wanted to go ahead and make sure that every student gets the benefit out of it. She has done all the groundwork while uh, she had um, called me call, came to our class and told something about Toastmasters, which I did not hear from her. I had no idea why she spoke. So I went and spoke to her in person later asking what it was and then finally um, they start. Uh, she explained me what it was and it kind of was interesting because I have taken leadership training before as well and I really enjoyed my company back then. So I was like let me continue that journey in this year. It's been four years since I uh, did that training so it will be kind of fun to see what was uh, up ahead and um, my persuasive skills what, uh, is what I think benefited uh, Ankita in starting the club, uh, she saw me going to people and convincing them to become a member, and so they be- uh, so we started, uh, you know, asking people to become a member, and soon on 29 May we became a chartered club with 25 members. I think that was the biggest achievement that we could do, um, and through my journey in Toastmasters, I could uh, only say that my leadership journey started as a persuasive person trying to convince people to join the club and then secondly it became the vice president education where I had to convince people to give educa- uh, to give speeches and thirdly when i became the president again persuading people to make sure that the club is in good standing um i believe my part of dynamic leadership did uh pay, play a strong role in this where i was able to you know be able to find out how i could um you know take up different leadership opportunities and be able to go ahead and grow myself if you will have seen i mean if whoever does know me knows that i am a person who persuades people to do things uh, like taking up roles giving a speech etc 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 and it has been like that for me from the very beginning I believe that is what I would say in short, in a small context, I, it was my journey. Uh, I learned persuasive skills while also understanding that being a leader is not just about pursuing, but inspiring people. So I was, uh, the, let's say the, the, the person who tried to persuade people, uh, and encourage, uh, people to take that first step into public speaking and leadership.
0: Right. Right. Uh, Right, so you mentioned a lot about persuasive skills, right? Uh, Would you like to tell our listeners about the importance of these persuasive skills? I know you had these skills right before from the time when you started the club and uh, you kept honing these skills and you kept using these skills throughout your entire journey. So would you like to tell us, uh, tell our listeners with respect to how important persuasive skills are in today's world?
1: Sure. So you always, like, if you see a person and you see that they are struggling. I think a person, I can relate completely to my story. Back then, I was scared of talking. I was scared of coming in the limelight. I was scared of not taking that first step. But I was inspired by a lot of movies and a lot of people around who were able to make me understand that I can make a lot of things happen, and I would the importance of this in anybody leadership or any um, leader is to make sure that they are able to share what they want and how strongly they want it, and be able to share that idea with people, inspire them, and make them work along with them. The difference comes here is you are persuading them to develop themselves, not to develop your idea. I think people usually get lost that when they try to persuade, it's about their own personal interest, but it's about persuading people to develop themselves and become great leaders or speakers, whatever they're planning to achieve. And that's the importance. I believe any leader should know that you are, if you are persuasive, it's just to inspire and push those people to step out of their shell and develop themselves as great leaders what would be your say on that uh, tomasaka do you think that uh, being persuasive is uh, important in a leader's uh, uh, you know
0: itinerary uh, i think i pretty much resonate with that i mean you in order to lead you need to communicate and in order to Make people listen. You have to uh, definitely persuade. So, I mean, whatever you said, I would definitely I definitely resonate with that, and I definitely agree with everything that you have said on persuasion. Uh, so, definitely, I'm 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 with you on that. Uh, thank you so much, Gotham, for touching up on that. Uh, again, speaking of persuasion, right? And uh, as I mentioned, you are an enthusiastic trekker. You've been on a lot of treks in Bangalore, and one uh, of the most important things about building a trek group is persuasion talking to multiple people and talking to many people and having them added and connecting them with each other so i want to know uh, how exactly did this trek group start we have a whatsapp group for trekkers but how exactly did this particular group start was it as a result of a trek was it as a result of multiple treks was it something deliberate that you actually wanted to start a whatsapp group how did it, did it exactly start
1: so let me roll back a few years. I think in 2019 itself, I was a part of a marathon team mm-hmm. in college and it introduced me to the life of trekking. And I believe that the sense of achievement you get when you reach the top and the view as a reward is something that really inspired me and would want me to keep going for any number of treks possible in that journey. Along with Toastmasters, I I was able to identify that you need to be a leader anywhere in the world. And that gave me a chance to be a leader in a trek. So if you've come on a trek with me, you would see me as the person who's carrying medical kits, who's carrying water bottles, who's carrying everything possible that you need. I'm literally a store to make sure that everybody has a smooth functioning, that nobody, no trekker is left behind. The whole journey of trekking grew after I think... 2020, after I had finished a, a, a solo travel and I was like, I need to continue trekking inside Bangalore. I need to explore. I started with cycling. I was joined in by another fellow Toastmaster. Um, if I could spell her name, it's Toastmaster Lavanya. Uh, we both started cycling and then we eventually decided, okay, let's push the cycle. Let's We'll do cycling on the set. Let's go explore yeah. a bit more. And so we started trekking. I, uh, it was just initially just two of us, three of us joined by Toastmaster Aneiro, then um, a few more people here Mm and there, my own brother started joining me. First, everybody felt that checking is like driving on Nandi Hills, you know, you just drive up and that's it. But then they saw that sense of hard work you have to put, the dedication you have to put in yourself and work towards Mm -hmm. the client. Slowly, as we started beginning, first, we started um, having five people join us. Then they used to take one car. Then we had 10 people, two cars. Then we had 15 people, three cars. The, I think we started, I think the time we reached the peak was 20 people. And we um, had like four cars going among each other. Like we all, our friends were like, okay, let's do this. Let's get this car, this car, this car and go. But I think the, the thing that pushed us to the next level would be the pandemic. So it has had its flaws. It has had people lose a lot of uh, mental peace and affect a lot of uh, people's stress. I think trekking was an escape from the reality of life and people started joining us. And I clearly, uh, whenever I am trekking, the rule is simple. I am going. You want to come, you come. If you don't want to come, let me know. I am going regardless if there's anybody else or not. I think that made a strong statement to everybody that this guy will go and it's good that if it'll be a good thing if we follow him or join him in this journey. And I think slowly, slowly we started growing and then it became a sensation in my club called, uh, where we have treks every year. We started in 2021 where we had our first ever trek where we had around 25, 35 people in which we get, get got a lot of guests who wanted to become a member so that I inspired that this could be a good membership journey as well. And then the circle grew bigger and bigger. And now we are over 200 people in the trekking group recently completing 50 trek and the highest number of people I would say that I've taken on a trek would be 65, but I understood that I have my limits as well. So I would say (laughs) that currently with my persona, I can only take care of 50 people on a trek where I can make sure that everybody reaches the top, everybody's in good health and nobody's injured. The journey has been spectacular, but I think we will slowly grow in this journey as well. Who knows, maybe an opportunity for becoming a businessman in the same industry. Would you want to invest in that, Tosman Saakash?
0: uh we shall see but first um before anything else um you mentioned a lot about the number of people right and uh, think of this as a business pitch What are the largest number of trekkers you have taken with you now i've heard you uh, speak about 50 people i've heard you speak about 60 people and uh, for for the listener's knowledge uh, gotham has also been a president's distinguished area director uh, one of his initiatives for his area and and for beyond the area rather has been a trek to uh remind me what that trek was on again it was kaiwara trek
1: uh where we got all the toastmasters to enroll and uh, join
0: us yeah yeah so it was a trek to kaiwara i think uh, i think you took about 40 45 people i do not recall the exact number it was 65, uh, but you had a... it was 65 people oh right it was 65 people all right so is this the highest number, largest number of trekkers that you have taken with you, or has there been another trek where uh, you know you have taken a lot? Th- I seem to recall you have taken a, taken a trek to Kudremukh as well with a large number of people. So,
1: what's the what's the highest that you've gone? The highest was this trek lead. Honestly, I did not expect sixty five people. We had ninety plus registration, so we I I felt like I cannot depend on anybody to do my work, and I started calling people individually and asking if they're gonna come for the trek it became 65 people and believe me or not anything that could happen wrong on a trek happened here except people getting hurt or somebody you know having life uh threatening of, um events it was uh where the bus driver was late he overslept we were late by half an hour one hour. it was a lot of challenges i that's when i realized i have my own limits as well i cannot handle a, a group more than 50 people 60 people and also made me realize that it's impossible to do anything alone you always require a group of two three four five as many people who are dedicated and give them that leadership opportunity i was i i also realized that you know, being stubborn, want to hog everything, do not want to give people chances. That's not how I want to uh, set an example for anybody. So I started giving people the initiatives to go ahead, plan treks, make sure that this is happening, this is happening, make sure that I just guide them in making sure the trek happens. And I think that's was the success that we had in our Kudra Moog trek as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah I mean I mean that that does make a lot of sense I think there were there were a lot of people happening uh, I remember I was scheduled to come on that Khyber trek as uh, as well until at the last minute I um injured my ankle unfortunately otherwise I think I was uh, scheduled to be one of the trek leads uh, not something that's a cup of my tea honestly uh, being a trek leader or a trekker rather uh, but it's great to see the experience uh, of course you mentioned something about um anything that could go wrong went wrong and uh, i i wanted to ask you for for all of our listeners i actually wanted to ask you um is there any bit of advice that you can give anyone with respect to event management we've handled a few contests together yeah. and uh, we've had our fair share of technical difficulties as well on on multiple events and on multiple fronts rather uh, so do you have any piece of advice that you would like to give our listeners um on you know things going wrong or with glitches and technical issues happening during an event sure so
1: um i believe firstly we need to do our homework and make sure that whatever we are planning goes smooth but nothing goes smooth until the, the day right so um if anything goes wrong i think as a leader you need to step up and own up to the mistakes that has happened there's nothing wrong in coming up and uh, ask apologizing to people i have done it million times and the only reason that people feel comfortable or feel reassured to come back is because we learn from our mistakes and improve ourselves and I think that's what I would want people to know learn from your mistakes own up to your mistakes and become better than what you were before
0: right yeah that that I do actually resonate with that I mean we've handled a couple of events a few events here and there together during the term in which uh, we were area directors together so we've had our fair share of difficulties and um, yeah I think putting your hand up and obviously uh, admitting to mistakes and learning from them does tend to become important Uh, thank you so much Gotham, for touching on that Uh, before we quickly wrap up um, I just want to know from you uh, you've had a lot of experiences you've had a lot of leadership experiences and you've had you've probably had a lot of learnings from that as well so in a small nutshell if you had a bit of advice for us uh, or or if you wanted to share some of your learnings uh, with respect to your experience and leadership overall um, throughout your journey till now uh, be it in toastmasters or be it in tracking if you had a small nugget of advice that you would like to give the listeners what what would it be
1: Well, as you all know, there are four types of leaders If you do, uh, and I would like to just point out that there is a difference between being a leader and being a boss. Eventually people become yeah. bosses in the leadership journey where they envision something and force it upon some people asking them to do stuff. I too was no exception. I made sure people are listen, doing what I want them to. At times it was beneficial, yes but on the long run i think it made me lose my vision what i wanted and i would want people to understand that it's to be a leader you should be open to other people's suggestions to be to think about the community and not just about your vision and make sure that everybody are developing their individual goals while you supervise and develop your own individual goals as well Yes, it's, you can ask them help, you can get the help you need, but do not force somebody or uh, try to bombard people with your vision. It, it, at times, yes, it, again, I, I will be repeating myself, but at times it has benefited everyone. But over time, it uh, loses the purpose and you seem to be an arrogant boss than a leader. Uh, that is what I would give you all as a piece of advice in a nutshell of how being a leader is different from being a boss.
0: Right. Uh, th- well, thank you so much, Gautam, for letting us know and giving us advice on leadership. Um, of course, uh, being a leader and taking up a leadership role, be it in Toastmasters or outside, can be a very, very fulfilling experience. Of course, it does come with a set of challenges of our own. Uh But learning from our mistakes and taking that step forward and, you know, picking up things becomes important. So thank you so much, Gotham, for letting us know and letting all of the listeners know about how fulfilling a leadership experience can be. I mean, of course, uh, there's no one better than you because you've led a group of sixty plus people on tricks and you've actually had your fair share of challenges as well. So a big thank you to Gotham for sharing his experience and letting us know how fulfilling a leadership journey can be. And and being a leader is a is definitely a very fulfilling experience. Uh, with that uh, we come to the end of today's show. I would like to thank all of the listeners for tuning in and for listening to us and listening to this episode, the Leadership Experience. Uh, thank you so much to Gotham for being a being a guest on the show. Uh, with that, uh, we would like to bid you all uh, bid you all goodbye. Uh, thank you all, and goodbye from Akash and Gotham. Signing off. Thank you.